Ashley here, back with another Maverick Mompreneur podcast episode. I hope you had a great weekend. Happy Tuesday. Today, I'm going to be sharing about how I went from literally to the dollar, $8,128 in monthly income to $45,971 in monthly income in just one month. And I am going to break it down into five different points as to how that was possible. Some are going to be tangible and one is like the key to everything and something that I've been doing a deep research dive into lately. So get out something to take notes with, grab your favorite beverage, and let's chat quantum leaps in income, shall we? Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood, a business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one-of-a-kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and courses while building yourself in the process. Well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine, and let's get growing. So everything I'm going to talk about in this episode today, if you want to know the how, and if you want to implement that for your own business, literally every single thing that I'm going to talk about today is what I teach inside of the Social Seller to CEO Academy. So if you're not on the wait list for our next enrollment period, definitely get on there. As of right now, I'm only opening up 15 spots at a time just because it is pretty dang intensive on my part and your part. And I want to make sure that I'm still able to support these students who are still working through the program and our new enrollees. But it's so worth it because you too could 5x your monthly income with this exact formula with this business model. Of course, not every single person who hops on the waitlist will decide that this program is for them, but you will get access to insider information. You will get waitlist bonuses that are only for the waitlist. So if you decide after you start getting some of the emails once you're on the waitlist that it is for you, it's aligned, and it seems like the direction that you want to take your brand and business right now, then you get those benefits. And lastly, the wait list is who the 15 spots open up to first before I open it up to the rest of my audience, email list, ads, all the things. So you can go to the link in my show notes to hop onto the wait list or to enroll, depending on when you're hearing this. Enrollment, if you're listening to this in May of 2022, we open enrollment on the 27th. So you can head to socialsellertoceoacademy.com or the link in the show notes. The link is socialsellertoceoacademy for both. See you on the inside. All right, all right. Let's get right down to it. I do want to say the caveat that if you get triggered 
by people talking about money or how they make money, then this is probably not going to be the episode for you. And I totally get it. But I know that for me, if I am wanting to learn from someone about how to make money, or I'm thinking about working with them one-on-one or taking a course or a program that they offered, I really want to know a have they been able to have proof of concept for themselves? And then also, how is it that they're actually making money online, right? Do you get those curiosities too? I'm like, what's the inside scoop? Peel back the curtains. So if you're someone like that, then this is totally the episode for you. But if not, you won't hurt my feelings because I know everyone has different money mindset things and comfort levels with talking about it and all of that. So I totally, totally get it. Let's go for number one. I feel like this is probably obvious, but sometimes those obvious things are the ones that are the most difficult and sometimes step one is the hardest one to take. So number one really is I decided to freaking go for it. I was like, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna take the time to strategically plan, set a goal, and I'm going to go shoot for the moon, period. And I think that first step, like I mentioned, when you're on the brink of leveling up, whether it's in your income, your impact, if it's your mindset or healing, fitness, you have to make a decision. It's not that simple, but you do have to make a choice and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and commit to yourself. I'm just going to do it. No more excuses. No more self-sabotaging. I am committing to doing this thing, becoming this person, showing up in this way, and every day taking a step or two or three or however many towards your goal and dream to make it happen. And so that's what I did between that $8,000 month and that $46,000 month. Well, I guess it really wasn't in that month. It probably started before then. I want to back it up, beep, 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 that's me backing it up, and let you know that this was about six months into divorce. So if you have ever gone through a divorce or anything traumatic, you will know that there is a season where you are probably not in the place where you're just ready to go for it, right? So you might have some healing to do. You might have some nervous system regulation to do. Your nervous system plays a bigger role in your business, or it might, than you know, and more to come on that, but I know for me it does. And so about six months into the to divorce, this was still obviously not the best time of my life. Like everything was just going so well. And oh, I think I'll just 5x my income. No big deal. No, it wasn't like that at all. But I was getting my bearings. I had a more regulated nervous system where I wasn't relating launching to something negative or building a business to something negative and kind of getting into this fight, flight, freeze thing that we do. I was in a place where I felt excited to take control, do what I know how to do, and rise from the ashes. And so when I say, number one, decide to go for it, I know that seems annoying without the context because it's not that simple as just deciding, but it is in a way. It's committing to that and then following through with the actions needed to make something happen. I also think that sometimes we forget that we have within us the capacity to do really cool, amazing things, even in not the best times. So if that's you in any way, you're kind of in one of those seasons, like we talked about in the last episode, where it's a tough season. Don't necessarily think that that means that you can't 
make impact, that you can't work towards your goals. You can, it may just look a little bit different. There may be a different pace. There may need to be a lot more grace with yourself, but you absolutely can do amazing things. I did not wait until I was so fully healed, which I'm still not, you know, until I was this perfect being, which I will never be, in order to make the decision to just step the heck up and do these other four things that I'm about to describe to you to do. So I wanna encourage you today that no matter what state you are in, you can still plan and or work towards really big goals. Number two, and so this is gonna be the balance. This is the how part or the preview of the how, because obviously I can't give you in one podcast episode the exact how, that's what Social Seller to CEO Academy is for, but you've heard that saying before that failing to plan is planning to fail, or is it planning to fail is failing to plan? I I guess those are the same thing, just in reverse order. But anyway, you've also probably heard the saying, don't worry about the how. I still don't understand what that means. I feel like it's some sort of like advanced entrepreneurial mindset, spiritual thing that I'm just not available or ready for. The understanding, I do worry about the how, or I don't worry about the how. I know that there has to be a how though. So for me, what I did was get really, really intentional about planning and not just planning for profits, not just planning my launch calendar, not just dialing everything in from a work standpoint, but also personal growth. What was going to be my energy protocol? I got back to using a sales calendar so that I could have down to the day the tasks that I was doing, the things that I was working on towards that goal of launching a particular program, what types of posts I wanted to share, what my virtual assistant was doing, where is the content that I'm creating, where is that being repurposed. So really just getting down to the nitty gritty about a month out. And I know that's that sounds intimidating to some and to others you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't planned to the nitty gritty like six months out. And there's different seasons for everything, but this was a season where I had really been, I want to say, almost out of the game for a while. And so I knew that I had to get very intentional with my energy management and also my planning for profits, planning out my launch, planning out a sales calendar. So let's talk a little bit about the intentionality of how you're going to take care of yourself, because I think when you go for a really big goal, I don't care what it is, but when you go for something really big that seems maybe even a little intimidating, it's so important to make sure that not only are you thinking about how are you going to roll this out as far as your marketing, how you're going to launch, how you're going to automate things, but also to get really intentional planning out what are those things that you are going to do to make sure that your energy is in check. So if you know that you get anxious during a launch, you are going to want to make sure that you prioritize your movement, taking a walk, moving your body, working out whatever it is that you need to do. If what feels good and regulating to you is grounding, then you need to make sure that every day you're finding 30 minutes to go and stand barefoot on that grass and breathe and meditate or whatever it is that you need to do. But you need to make sure that you are definitely taking care of you because as a personal brand, yes, you're selling an offer, you're selling your services, your coaching, a digital course, a group program, an affiliate product. Yes, yes, and yes. But what you're really selling is you. You're a personal brand. And so how you show up 
matters. And energy can be sensed through the internet, right? It's not just, oh, if you're in person, you can really get a feel for someone's energy and if they're being authentic and if they're being themselves and they're in an attractive energy. And so it's really, really important, not just for yourself and your own peace of mind and happiness and all of those things. Yes, yes, and yes, but also for how you're going to be able to show up during your launch how you're going to show up on that recorded video or that live video or that post, it all translates. Now, as far as strategic business planning, I do have a very specific method that I use, and that is what I teach in the second part of Social Seller to CEO Academy. The first part, the first five weeks, actually, I'm sorry, the first four weeks, we are learning how to place systems for automation into your social selling business so that affiliate product sales can then begin to come in passively, freeing up your time. And those same systems that you learn in weeks one through four, you apply to what you learn how to do in the second half. We have one week of transition where we talk about what is CEO mindset, what is CEO energy, what is CEO decision-making, and what are CEO habits. And then in the latter half of the program, it's self-paced, but it is 12 weeks. It's meant to be 12 weeks, but you can take as long as you want. In the second half, then we are talking about how to create and launch a profitable, irresistible offer or offers, if you would like, that is going to help you to scale your income and control your income to be what you want it to be and what feels aligned. So that brings me to the third piece of how it was possible to go from an $8,000 month to a 46, almost almost $46,000 month. And by the way, I do want to give the caveat that some of that 46,000 was from different streams. And so if you've been around for a while, you know that I'm the queen of multiple income streams. I just love to monetize everything. No, but really truly Over the last seven, almost eight years, I've built in different streams of revenue. We have a previous Maverick Mompreneur episode where I go over what the strategy may be behind building multiple streams of income because, of course, you're not going to build them all at once. That would drive someone insane. And you really have to focus on one, maybe two things with support and outsourcing at a time when it comes to building a solid stream of income. So the third thing, again, is multiple streams of income. It really does give you so much freedom to have more than one stream, particularly if you have a passive or passive streams of income. And that's why it's so important to me within Social Seller to CEO Academy to teach the women that I work with and men, haven't any men come through yet, but teach the women that I currently work with how to automate as much as possible in their business when it comes to communication and follow-up and marketing and all of those things, leaving room and energy to do things that only you can do by showing up, like say, live launching an offer, which is exactly what I did, was to have everything dialed in, I had income sources, I had sources of revenue that could afford me to take a little bit more risks when it came to running ads towards my lead magnet, which was actually, I believe it was a masterclass that month, a masterclass, that allowed me to pour into the business that I'm growing my own business with my own offers. So anyway, one stream of passive income, even if it doesn't seem like very much, can afford you ads to then scale your business to six figures and beyond, which is exactly what I did. Part of what that $46,000 revenue was, was 
downline commission and also my own affiliate product sales from social retail, which at that point, pretty much all 100% off my active plate. But at that time, it was about 90%, to be honest, uh, passive. And I would say that was probably three to 5,000 of that amount. So three to 5,000 of the 46,000 was from social retail, be it downline team commission or my own affiliate product sales. But the rest of it was from my own offers and affiliate sales outside of that particular product line. And I'm just a huge proponent of having your own offers, regardless of what your niche is. If you are in health and wellness, if you're in makeup and skincare, if you have whatever niche you're in, I think it is incredibly important to learn the skills of systems, creating systems for automation within your business so that you're able to serve on a higher level outside of whether someone buys from you or joins you in social selling, right? So that you have something that's going to benefit your ideal client avatar or your ideal business partner, regardless of whether they want to join your opportunity. And yes, 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 just like with the personal brand, someone is joining you. But I can tell you this, I enjoy so much more having the freedom to just create relationships. If I meet someone online, I know that yes, I have things to offer them, but I don't have to look at them and see would they be good for this particular company, this particular product line, it just felt so limiting. I don't know if you can relate to that, but I just love having something else where I'm like, hey, I made this for you. Do you think this would be a fit? And it's my own thing. It really is of me, not just of me, because I do think that there's so much when it comes to downloads from God, the universe, however you want to think of that, but you know what I mean. And I've, I've said this before so many times, and I know it's a little bit controversial and some people that are just diehard network marketing, diehard social selling, sometimes it can be hard to hear this, but it doesn't have to be you're everything. It doesn't have to be the end all be all. And in fact, if you decide that it's out of alignment, you don't have to only make money in that way. You don't have to make money in that way at all. I think there's a lot of women I work with who get their introduction into online entrepreneurship, into online sales through network marketing, and then they tie their worth and their capacity for making income and impact to the rank that they're in in their company right? And if you're not making the revenue that you want to make in that avenue, and you don't want it to be your end all be all, you can absolutely boss it up by creating your own offers and having things outside of that and getting a piece of that pie. If you have that on your heart to create something that you can sell and serve your audience with, do it. And if you want to hold on to social selling, automate your systems as much as you can so that you are not on that hamster wheel that you know you can't see yourself doing in 10 years. And what if it doesn't get to the point where it's you're just at the tippy top of a company, which it's 2022. The realistic realism for most people is that that is not going to be the case. It's not going to get to a point where you are one of the, you know, dynasty legends that have been in the industry for 20 years who really do have the level of residual income that you want. But what if you could create that with yourself through automated funnels, through having your own offers and eventually getting to the place where you can control that. That's what I want for other women as well who are not making what they want to make within that industry. You 
you have the capacity to make more. I mean, look what I just mentioned to you. I had been in social selling with a fairly large network and already having existing influence. And now three to 5,000 was not what I was making at the peak of income when I was really working that business and going so super hard and all of that. But it wasn't much more than that. I was never a six-figure earner within network marketing, but I am a six-figure earner within the online space and online sales. Now that I am working within my zone of genius, creating products and offers within my zone of genius, and that's what I want the women who go through social seller to CEO to discover for themselves and make that transition and really take control of their cash flow, control of what it is that they are creating. Because there is something within you, if you're listening to this and resonating, there is something within you that knows that there's more, there's different, and it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter formula, this business in a box, it doesn't have to be. Your personal brand can be so much more impactful and income producing for most people if you step outside of that and away from it, but I know it's scary, I know. I have done it. I've, I'm still within my social retail company and I still have a great solid passive stream of income, but I know there's a lot of people involved and people get disappointed and don't understand and there is all of that and it's all valid. But at the end of the day, you have to do what feels in alignment for you. Okay, let me move on. I'm, I'm like rattling on about that same thing. Oh, I just thought of an example that I wanted to share with you. And, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who is a total boss. And in fact, she's relatively new to social selling, but she has like from the gate earned these trips for her company. And she earned a trip that was for all the top, literally the top sellers in her entire company, which she's one of them because she's crushing it. But she said something interesting to me. And she just asked, you know, hey, is this in your experience? Is this, you know, normal? And she said that on the incentive trip for all the top people in the company, she noticed they were all on their phones constantly. They were all working, which is why they were on that trip. They're hard workers. But my answer was, well, yes, that is normal. But I think the question is, is that desirable? I mean, it doesn't have to be that way, but if it does have to be that way, is that sustainable? Is that impacting your mental health? Is that impacting your nervous system? Is that impacting your relationships with people within your home? I guess it just, it all comes down to what feels aligned and what feels sustainable and not kidding ourselves about if that is ever going to change, if that is ever going to get to a place where that's not your lifestyle. And I know for me, I did that. I did that for probably three years, that hustle and grind. And I did great. I slayed at online sales in that way, but I just knew it was not how I wanted to proceed forward. And it was very limiting to what I started to feel that I was called to and wanted to do. So just some food for thought. I don't know who that's for, but it's for somebody. So, oh, and I know it'll probably be a good time to tell you what it is that I launched. So in this going from 8,000 to 46,000 approximately, you know, give or take like some dollars. But what I launched was a group program and one-on-one. So this was, I had actually already launched a version of this group program. So it was that same one again and one-on-one. And I didn't 
really market the one-on-one. -on -one. I just threw it out there as if you are in my Facebook group, Elevate Academy, you'll know that a lot of times when I make offers, I give a one-on-one -on -one experience option. And so I had, I can't remember how many one-on-one -on -one clients sign uh, and how many students, but it was a combination of those two offers. There wasn't anything else that I offered that year. And so all of that and that process is definitely included in Social Seller to CEO Academy. So if you're interested in more of the how on that, I would be happy to teach you and it's all inside that course. So make sure you're on the wait list to make sure you uh, snag a spot when that wait list or the link goes out to the wait list to say it's time to enroll. Those spots will go. Number four, I feel like I already mentioned number four. So I'll just kind of briefly go over this and it's having sales funnels built out for both the opportunity and products for my social retail company. So that's really number four is to automate income for those streams of income as much as you can. I know that this was part of why it was possible to make that jump in income because I wouldn't have been able to have the time or energy to execute on everything the way that I did. You really can't, as I mentioned before, focus on two things at once. And so yes, if I were to have focused on social retail, I could have done that, but would it have been the difference between 8,000 and 46,000? Absolutely not. That is for 99.9% .9 of people, you can't just control it that way in the same way that you can planning out and launching an offer to your audience that you know with some level of certainty that it's gonna go well, okay? So if you take the time to set up systems though for your social retail, then you can ease off the gas, might even be able to go on vacation and not be on your phone checking and you know doing all these things, but Look, I get it, and it goes back to number one. It feels intimidating to slow down. I don't wanna say slow down to speed up, but slow down to be able to slow down. I knew, if you know my background, or if you don't, I'll tell you, got into the online space as a blogger, an influencer, and building that way. And so I knew how to do a lot of what I now do, but for the first year or two of being partnered with a network marketing company, I did everything the grindy way, and I literally almost lost my marbles, like I look back like, what the heck was my mentality? It wrecked me. I was constantly on my phone, barely even looking at my daughter's eyes because I was just trying to keep up with killing it in sales, but that was killing me. And it wasn't even aligned with what I'm here to do, to spend that quality time with my family and to use the gifts that I've been given and the experience I've been given to align and create a business that generates energy, impact, income for other people. And so I remember just thinking, gosh, this is this is not the long-term play. This is not it. I am limiting what God has for my life. And I'm not gonna do this for the next five, 10, or even another year. And so I slowed down to make sure that I built out the systems that I knew that I needed. And did they immediately start clicking? No, not immediately, but that was part of this whole long-term play thing because now I'm like, okay, great, I have time freedom back. Maybe I'm not making as much money, but I knew that's what I had signed up for when I was signing up to be CEO of my own business, right? When I was signing up to be my own boss, boss babes, as we used to refer to ourselves as, but we're not doing that anymore. But a lot of times with social selling, social retail, network marketing, we don't realize that if you start, if and when you start doing well, because if you're listening to this and you're in network marketing, you probably are doing well. It can it can go totally overboard and completely overwhelm and take over your life. And that's not what you signed up for. I know it isn't. So 
I'm here for you. I got you. It does not have to be that way. And if it does have to be that way, something's got to change. It's time for a pivot. All right, number five. And it's funny because I'm uh, talking about this program, Social Seller to CEO Academy, and I actually have, you get lifetime access. It might be a year access this next round, but right now the students who are in there get lifetime access to the course, and that will always be the same. But they also get lifetime access to weekly live Q&A sessions with me. And so we do them at Stack times on Thursday. And so I have about 20 minutes to wrap up this episode, which hopefully I'm not going to be talking about point number five for 20 minutes, but you get the picture. I got to hop off on that call when I'm talking about that program. So anyway, I'm looking forward to meeting with those ladies. We always have some great conversations. They bring up questions and I can give them answers, but oftentimes it's just being in that community of other women entrepreneurs on the same journey and sharing that and almost kind of like masterminding. So hopefully I'll see some of my, some of my ladies, some of my CEOs, but let's get back to number five, number five for how it was that I went from an $8,000 month to a $46,000 month. So that is a pretty quantum leap. And this is not when I launched my business. I'm not sure if I said that before, but it's, this is not when I launched my business. This was about a year into that. Did I have higher months than 8,000 during that year? I did, but I had not even a month. I don't think I had a month, even half as much as 46,000, right? So this is literally the beginning of my second year in business. Okay. So why not you? I didn't have this exact business model laid out before me like you will in the academy. So depending upon a lot of factors, that could easily be you and faster, right? So that should be pretty exciting. But five was mindset and energy. Of course, I am like, give me all the strategy. You have to have a strategy to execute on, but it has so much to do with mindset and energy. And I really did not believe that. I don't think until this jump, because I don't know, I was pretty skeptical and I'm pretty, pretty masculine energy when it comes to business, or at least I did. I've since learned to step a little bit more into the feminine and allow things to be flowy and lots more, lots more on that to come. But I know I was really skeptical in the past, but I've also had clients in the past that literally, if you looked at what it was that they're doing in their business, it was technically perfect, flawless. Their marketing was so dang good. Their copy was good. Their graphics, they were showing up consistently in their groups. They're showing up on Instagram. They're doing all the things. And from an outside perspective, you're like, man, they must be freaking crushing it. Like their launch is going to go so well. But then the revenue wasn't showing up. It wasn't showing up in their network marketing business. It wasn't showing up in their conversions relative to their audience size. They were stuck in a cycle of comparing and they weren't having any fun. And when I looked at it, I'm like, it is their energy and mindset is the energy and mindset with which they are showing up and with which they are executing all of these otherwise excellent things, because I've done that same thing too. There's an episode, if you want to scroll back and hear my full story on this, I had a launch, which I was like, this launch is going to go so good. This is going to be a six figure launch because it was after this It was after this launch I'm talking about today, after that month. About six months later, I'd grown my audience like crazy. I did the same exact marketing, like everything was the same. The price point was a little bit different, but I don't think it was that. I was checked out though, to be honest. I was checked out. I was not showing up 
in the energy that I had when I made that $8,000 to $46,000 leap. And I had, it wasn't a complete flop of a launch, but go listen to the episode. It did not go well. Like not at all, nowhere close to a six figure launch, but it was a big learning experience for me in a lot of ways. But one of them was that you being you at your best is the X factor. That's what it is. And yes, if you have a good funnel, you've got a great, great ad copy, a great, like there are other X factors, but the X factor, regardless of whether you're automating or you're showing up live, it's you being you and being at your best. That is what is going to sell, whether it's pre-recorded or live. Okay, just so we're clear. And that should be good news, hallelujah, because there are a lot of people, well, I wouldn't say there's a lot of people teaching what I'm exactly teaching, but I'm going to say that there there's a lot of people that are doing something similar to what you want to do or what you're doing. There's a lot of online business coaches. There's a lot of social marketers. But who cares when you know that the differentiating factor is you being authentically you and really showing up in all you do in the energy only you can have for the right reasons for your target audience, for your ideal client. If that's the main differentiating factor, then there's no competition. If you're being excellent, you're being you, authentically you, and really showing up in that best energy. And if you listen to, I believe it's episode 20 of the Maverick Montrepreneur podcast, I go into this whole concept in detail, but I do want to give you a quick example that I shared on the podcast because I really think about this all the time and it's related to Orange Theory. So if you don't know, Orange Theory is the gym that I go to and it's a franchise. I really like it right now. Who knows if that will change, but it is my jam right now. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. But the way that it works is there are studios all across the country and in every studio across the country, there's the same workout. So it's like streamed, I believe. And it's the same workout every single day, no matter what coach it is all day long, every single class for the most part is the same workout. And it changes day to day, but every coach that works there is coaching the same workout, the same format. That's not the differentiating factor is the content, if you will, the what they are teaching. When I go onto my app and I'm signing up for a class, what I'm looking for is the coach that I vibe with, the coach whose energy I want to be around, someone who motivates me for whatever reason, or they're funny, or we click and they share stories about their life throughout their coaching. It just makes me want to be around them while I'm doing the work. So they are, they are an expert in movement and they can show you how to do modifications. Yes, yes, and yes. But the reason that I choose their classes is because of their energy, because of who they are. And it's the same for us as online business owners. The factor of who you are, what you bring, your stories, your perspective. That's what draws people to you. That's what sells. So you have to understand how important it is to take care of that self, how to take care of yourself and grow. There's a reason why I have something, it's a mastermind that I do every year called the Intentional Personal Growth and Profit Planning Masterclass because those things go together. Your personal growth and your profits are like on a, what is it, a Y graph? Like they're 
both going up parallel to one another. If you are a personal brand, the absolute most important asset of your business is really you. Does that mean that you don't need smart systems for automation? No, absolutely not. That would be crazy. You're just like, hey, I'm mean. I don't even know what the offer. No, I don't feel an integrity with that. But how you show up matters, I guess is what I want to say. No matter what you're selling, no matter what you're launching, however it is you're building your business, you being you and showing up as your best self is a huge factor in your bottom line. This probably goes without saying, but you showing up and being your best you is what is going to attract all the really good things into your life. Whether you're single, you're looking for a relationship, whether it's work, whether it's as a parent, I have seen this for myself and other people go very wrong and very right. If your energy is really off and you're not present, you're not being yourself, you're just not in, you're literally not into it, you're, that's going to impact whatever the endeavor is that you're setting out to do. And I think especially as a personal brand, this is not a regular business where it's X amount of dollars in, X amount of dollars out, and that's the only factor. I went from 8K to 46K in a month when my energy was my number one priority. And it's funny, I made a goal. I, I think I shared this with my Facebook group, but I made a goal and I remember this because I took a bunch of pictures because I this was when I decided and I decided, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make 30,000 in 30 days. 30K in 30 days, that sounds really good. We're gonna do this, we're gonna go. And guess what? Before I even put down what I was going to be doing to make that 30K in 30 days, the technical game plan as far as sales, the very first thing I did, no exaggeration, was give myself an energy, like a self-care protocol for those 30 days. And I was so strict on that protocol. I had eight items that were on it and I had it posted on my computer. And every day, those disciplines, those things were the first priority, not my marketing, but my energy management protocol. And that is what allowed me to work my best, to be my least blocked, if you'll say, to show up powerfully because it's the key. And so that's something that we also go over in Social Seller to CEO Academy. And actually that's for these ladies going through it now, that's next week for them, is what is that energy protocol for you? What's gonna help you to regulate your nervous system so that you are not sabotaging yourself and your success and your progress? What is your mindset and energy protocol so that you are honing in on your zone of genius, and then especially your X factor of you being you at your best. And of course, yes, does creating something like that take some deeper work to get to know yourself if you're not sure what those things are that trigger you or trip you up or put you into fight, flight, or freeze. But as much as I can, I would love to guide you through some of that so that you can implement habits into your workday as the CEO of a personal brand that will really help you to perform at your best when it comes to your business. So if you're interested in the program, the Social Seller to CEO Academy, go ahead and get on the wait list. You can go to www.socialsellertoceoacademy.com or you can hit that very same link that is in the show notes. Although I know show notes are a little bit hard to get to for some reason for some people, but it's there too. And then if a group program is not exactly your 
jam and you would really like one-on-one, there is a one-on-one experience offering. I do only have one per quarter. That's what I'm limiting it to because I do work very closely with my one-on-one clients. Uh, So I will have one spot. And as of now, that's not spoken for. So as always, thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please do rate, review, and share this on your social media. Share it with your teams. And if you do share on social media in your stories, like take a screenshot, tag me so I can reshare it for you. It's literally the biggest thing that you can do to support this show in exchange for I hope is very valuable free information for you. So I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, cheers to your impact.